Hello and welcome to Wagner Sports Talk. The date today is Sunday, April 12th. And today I'll be continuing the bracket that I've been doing the past couple days. And you can email us with any questions. And that email is Wagner Sports Talk. And you can follow us on Twitter at... Sorry, the email is wagnersportstalk at gmail.com. And then you can follow us on Twitter at wagnersportstlk. That's W-A-G-N-E-R-S-P-O-R-T-S-T-L-K. So now I'm going to jump right into this. into this. We're on bracket number seven and bracket number eight today. Um, and we're just going to hop right in. So the um, the first matchup we're given today is number one, Javier Baez, versus number 16, Jordan Luplo. Um To any of you I know, this is this is an obvious decision. Um, Javier Baez is going to be moving on. But we got to talk about um, his stats. Um, I mean, he batted 281 last season with 29 home runs. Um, his war was 6.0, which is high. It's what you like to see for a player like this. And um, he's still young. He's still only 27. Um, and he plays a full season pretty much. He's uh, played a full season pretty much every year since 2016, which is also nice to see. So you have a big sample size. He's batted 270 in the major leagues, but that's... And that's mostly just brought down by his um, the first season he played, which he only batted 169. But since then, he's been up around um, 280. So that's nice to see. So he uh, moves on over Luplo, who is an Indian. Um, but so we, we're on to the next matchup. Number 8 seed, Roberto Ozuna. First number 9 seed, Tommy Edmond. I have Edmund moving on in this matchup. Um, I just think he's a really great hitter. Um, he's able to hit for average really well. I mean, he batted 304 last season. He's still only 24 years old. That was his rookie season. Um, he only played 92 games, which I'd like to see a player have played more games at that if I'm going to put them on my team. But you can't doubt that, I mean, Sure, it's only 92 games. That's still 326 at-bats. That's a that's a pretty high number of at-bats. And he batted 304, which is super high. So I, I have to move him on over Roberto Ozuna. The next matchup we have is number 5, Mike Clevenger. Versus number 12, um, versus number 12 Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is he's been a great hitter, uh, and he does some really solid stuff. But I have to move on Clevenger. I mean, his WHIP last season was one point oh six. He has thirteen wins and only four losses last season. Um, over his career, he's forty one and twenty one. Um, in the ERA last season was only two point seven, and um, his WAR was four, four point one. Um, so. He's, you see him as a really solid all-around pitcher. Um, he can really 
get everything done you need to. Um, and he only pitched 21 games last year, but we've seen him pitch a full season in 2018. Um, and that ERA was still at a 3.02. So um, a really solid player that I would love to have on my team. The next matchup was we're given is number four, Giancarlo Stanton versus um, number 13, Howie Kendrick. This is going to be really surprising, but I have Howie Kendrick moving on. I think the way that he's able to hit for average is almost unmatched, unparalleled by any other player in the league. Because, I mean, he batted 344 last year. The season before, he only played 40 games, but he still batted 303. And then 2017 with the Phillies, only in 39 games, but he hit in he hit 340. Yes, he's put in in favorable situations, but he's had 294 over his career in which he's played 1,500 games. So that's just crazy that he's able to be that consistent over that long of a career. Um, so I have to move him on over, I call him more of a one-trick pony. I mean, um, in in uh, Giancarlo Stanton, because he's hitting just mostly for power. That's pretty much all we've seen from him, so I have to go with Howie Kendrick in that matchup. The next matchup we have is number 6, Yoan Moncada, versus number 11, Nick Markakis. I went with Moncada in this matchup. I I really like the kid. He um, he's batted three fifteen last year. Yes, in 2018, he had a rough year. He only bad 235, but I think we're going to see somewhere in between that this year, probably somewhere around 285, 290, and he's doing a lot for a team like the uh, White Sox, and the kid's still only 30, or 24, sorry, which that's still really young for having played uh, four years in the majors, so we'll, I'd like to see what he'll be able to do this season. Um, so the next matchup we have here is number three, Marcus Semien versus number 14, Clint Frazier. Um, I have Semien moving on in this matchup. I just think he's a, um, he's, he can be overlooked at times, but he's a great hitter. He hit, um, 285 this past season with 33 home runs, which is just crazy. And an 8.9 more, which is one of the highest in the league. Um, so he gets he gets the nod over Clint Frazier easily in that one. The next matchup we're given is number seven Buster Posey versus number ten James Paxton. I have to go with uh, Posey in this matchup. Um, I think people have see see him as dropping off more than he actually has. I mean, just in twenty seventeen he was hitting three twenty. So he still he still can get it done. And um, two seasons ago he hit 284. This past season he was a little down. The production was a little down. Um, but he's still able to get it done. Um, on a team like the Giants, where um, you need you need a good uh, solid player like Posey. So he moves on over James Paxton there. Uh, the next matchup we have here is number two Jack Flaherty. Versus number 15, Kyle Schwarber. I just think Jack Flaherty is, is, he's amazing. 
Uh, people are saying that he could win the um, NL Cy Young Award. Um, there's really high hopes for this kid. He had a .97 whip last year, which is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch. And then um, with a 2.75 ERA, and he's still only 24. And this is his third year in the league. Um, he was 11-8, and eight, so you'd like to see the record a little better. But that's on a team with maybe not the best offensive production. He's still at a low 2.75 ERA. Um, so it's you like to see what's uh, coming out of him down in uh, St. Louis and with uh, almost six war. So he he moves on over Kyle Schwarber, who is a great hitter in his own right. But um, Jack Flaherty will move on in that matchup. The next matchup we have here is number one, Javier Baez, versus number nine, Tommy Edmond. I've got to give it to Baez. Um, I really think he's a uh, great player. He's able to do it all. He can steal bases. He can hit. He plays the field well. Uh, and I think that's something that you have to look up, look at. You have to look at all around production, not just hitting. You have to look at their fielding. He can do get it done anywhere you need him to. Um, and he had 11 stolen bases last year, which it might not seem that high, but stolen bases numbers are lower than ever. So um, that that's still a solid uh, number of stolen bases. So um, just the way he can get it done everywhere, gets it, um, moves him on over a guy like Tommy Edmond who can just hit for contact. So um, the next matchup we're given is uh, number five, Mike Clevenger, versus number 13, Howie Kendrick. I have Clevenger moving on. I think in this, this is a really tough matchup. You could go either way. But I think what uh, Clevenger is able to do um, on a day-in, day-out basis um, is really great. I mean, a 2.7 ERA this past season. He um, has a third, his record's 13-4, and four, which is really high, which you like to see because wins... Wins, I mean, that decides how you get to the World Series. So if you can, if you have a guy that can consistently win, that's what you really need out of a starter. So I have him uh, moving on over a great contact hitter in Howie Kendrick. The next matchup we have here is number six, Yohan Moncada, versus number three, Marcus Semien. I have um, Semien moving on in this matchup. Just because of that war number, um, he's like at an 8.9, I want to say, um, war. Yeah, an 8.9 war, um, which is just, I mean, that shows you how much he's doing for a team like the Athletics, who is able to play so well, even though they don't have names that pop off the page. So um, I got to give it to Marcus Semien there. Um, the next matchup we have here. Is number seven Buster Posey versus number two Jack Flaherty. Um, I really like Flaherty. He, um, I have him winning this matchup. Um, just that how young he is with how combined with how well he's able to pitch is just crazy. 
I mean, you like to see the record a little higher um, at 11 and 8, but that whip at .97, it's under 1, um, a 2.75 ERA, that's that's really low, and um, I just think I think he'll be a great pitcher for the next um, for the next decade. Um, so he moves on over Buster Posey. So the next matchup we have here is number one Javier Baez versus number five Mike Clevenger. This the um, semifinals of this bracket. Um, I have Clevenger winning. I think um, he's he was thirteen and four this past season. And I just think the way he's able to continue to pitch just so well, I think that uh, moves him on over Javier Baez. Um, how he's just so consistent um, season in, season out. So um, game in, game out. Uh, so I think he that's the reason he moves on over Baez there. So the next matchup we have for, in the semifinals for this bracket is two Marcus or three Marcus Semyon versus two Jack Flaherty. I'm moving on Flaherty once again. Um, just bright future ahead of him. Next season, this upcoming season will be great for him. I anticipate so. That's why I would want him on my team for this upcoming season. Um, so he'll he'll face number five Mike Clevenger in the um, finals of this bracket. And I have number two, Jack Flaherty, winning this bracket. Um, because once again, like I said, he just how low that ERA number is, you can really, and you can really compare him to Clevenger in this situation. And his war is up almost at six. Um, just for a guy that's that young to be that like consistent, I think is, just crazy and to have such an impact on a team is just it's crazy to me how such a young guy can have that big of an impact on a team so he wins that bracket now we're on to bracket number eight we're halfway through this thing just halfway through yep i know i'm feeling it too guys all right here we go um we have number one Justin Verlander versus number 16, Roberto Perez. Um, I have Justin Verlander winning this matchup. Roberto Perez is a great fielding catcher. I really think he's he um, has a good couple of years left in him. Um, but you really have to look at Verlander. He faded for a little bit when he was there with the um, Tigers. He was, he had like, Four four point five ERA seasons, but then he um he really came on strong when he went to the Astros. He had a two point five two ERA two thousand eighteen and a two point five eight this past season two thousand nineteen. Um, and his WHIP is super low. The only issue he has is he allows home runs. He allows a fair amount of home runs, but I mean. Besides that, he's almost a perfect pitcher. Um, so he moves on easily over Roberto Perez. The next matchup I have is number eight, Kyle Tucker, versus number nine, Colton Wong. Um, I pick Colton Wong. I think he's um, more experienced than Kyle Tucker. We've seen more of him. Um, and he's just able to hit for average, just so solid. 
He has a 5.2 war. He's another guy that does a lot for that um, Cardinals organization. Um, plays big every day. He um, he's played a lot of a lot of um, almost full seasons. Um, he's played uh, 148 games this past season, so he's really gonna put up solid numbers for you. Um, batting 285 this past season. He's not a big hit for power guy, but you can deal with that with a guy who's uh, who get who will get on base for you a lot. I mean, his on-base percentage is up to, at 361, which is really high for a non-imposing figure like Wong. Um so he moves on over Kyle Tucker. Um the next matchup we we have here is uh Tim Ander- number 5 Tim Anderson versus number 12 G-Man Choi. I really think Choi is able to hit well for power. The way that Anderson can get on base and hit for contact is just, it's unparalleled almost uh, with the way he hits for average. I mean, it's he batted three thirty five this past season, um, and that's in a um, that's in a full season with pretty much full season. I mean, he played one hundred twenty three games, um, and then the season before his batting average was a little lower, but. I mean, you see that he can come in and play for you, which is nice. Um, and he's still only 26 years old, so that's also a nice uh, that's also a nice fact there um, to see that he's still young too. So the next match we have is number four Raphael Devers versus number 13 Daniel Hudson. We saw Daniel Hudson be a um, big factor in that um, run for the. Um, for the Nationals, but I have to give this matchup to Devers, Devers because you think of him as a power hitter, but his batting average last season was still three eleven, and his he hit 32 home runs. Now, you want to see him play a little better in the field than he does, but still, he's got a 5, he, he has an almost 5 war, 4.9, um, and just the way he's able to hit for Power and contact has to move him on. Oh, I have to move him on over Daniel Hudson. So the next matchup we have here is number six Nico Goodrum versus number eleven Yoana Cespedes. I really like Goodrum because of what he's able to do for a very struggling Detroit team. Um, he he gets it done all around. I mean, he steals bases. He gets on base. He has a 322 on base percentage. Um, and I think he's just a really solid player for a team that truly needs it um, in the in the Detroit Tigers. So the next matchup we have here is number three, Josh Donaldson, versus number 14, Gary Sanchez. And yes, um, call me a... Um, sorry, call me a Yankees hater for putting Sanchez... Down as a um, down as a fourteen seed, but I mean he hit one eighty six in two thousand eighteen, then two thirty two this past season. I mean he's not gonna hit for average for anything. Um, so I picked Josh Donaldson though in this matchup. I'm gonna talk about him. He is a um, he hits he hits really well with uh, power. He hit thirty seven home runs this past season. Uh, 
had a 259 batting average, which is lower than you'd like to see. But he also had a 6.0 war, um, which is still pretty high. And he got on base. His on-base percentage was .379. So pitchers, you can tell that they fear him. Um, they so they pitch around him sometimes. He's not a guy that you want to be pitching to because of that uh, long, long bomb threat he's got. So the next matchup we're given is number seven, Wilmer Flores versus number 10, Yandy Diaz. Um, I have Flores in this matchup. I think they're both solid hitters, but I had to go with Flores. Um, I mean, he batted 317 this past season. His war isn't as high as you like to see, but his on-base percentage also up at 361. Um, and he really, um, he's really able to play the field well as well. So um, I like him over Yandy Diaz. Um, the next matchup we have is number 15, Alec Mills, versus number 2, um, Steven Strasburg. I hate putting Mills as a, such a low seed. I wish that I would have had him higher because he had a 2.75 ERA this past season, but he only pitched in nine games in the pros. So that's that's the reason why he's so low. Um, but I obviously had to pick Strasburg. Um, we've seen his impact that he's had. He had a couple down years where he was injured. Um, but so recently he's been able to pick it back up. We saw him in the, in the World Series this past season. Um, and he's just a really great pitcher. I mean, he's able to win baseball games. He's He was 18-6 and six this past season. Um, and he's really just able to get it done in everywhere when he's pitching. He's got the velocity. He had a 6.4 war, which is really high, and you like to see that. So um, he's moving on in, th- in that matchup. Um, so the next matchup we have here, moving on um, to the next round, is number one, Justin Verlander, versus number nine, Colton Wong. I uh, move on Verlander easily just because um, he's just such a solid pitcher that it's crazy. I mean, yes, the home run is definitely an issue for him, but I I think that it's that he's he has such a good offense behind him that he doesn't have to worry about that really that too much. But if I was to have him on my team, I would worry about that. But that's really the only thing he has wrong with him. Um everything else is pretty much perfect in his pitching game. Um, the next matchup we have here is num- number five, Tim Anderson, versus number four, Rafael Devers. I have uh, I like Devers in this matchup against Tim Anderson. Um, I think it's really uh, who you prefer. Devers is able to hit um, 32 home runs, which is a really high number, and still bat uh, 311, which is... That's that's almost unprecedented. I like that he's able to hit with such high average and still have that pop in his bat. So the next matchup we're given, um, continuing on, is Nico Goodrum. Number six, Nico Goodrum versus number three, Josh Donaldson. Um, I like Donaldson in this matchup. Uh, it's... It's a difficult matchup because of how much uh, Goodrum brings to the table. 
but I have to pick Donaldson because of that um, home run hitting ability and uh, how much he does for a team like the Braves now um, with a 6.0 war. Um, the next matchup we have here is number 7, Wilmer Flores versus uh, versus uh, 2, Steven Strasburg. Um, this one was easy for me. I had to pick Strasburg just because of this, how much he did uh, this most recent season for the Nationals was um, great. He His ERA is a little higher than you want to see, but his whip is still low. He's still... He's still able to get wins with an 18 and 6 record. So I still go with him over um number 7 Wilmer Flores. So the next matchup we have here in the semifinals of this bracket um number 1 Justin Verlander versus number 4 Rafael Devers. I have to go with Verlander. I really I really think he's a great pitcher. Um just the way he's able to do it. Um I know that that home runs thing, it is a concern, but I think he can work through that um, and still get wins as he um, does that. Um, so the next matchup we have is number three, Josh Donaldson, versus number two, Steven Strasburg. I have Donaldson. He has a really high war, and he's um, just that pop that he hits with. I uh, think it, he can go over um, Steven Strasburg. So, the finals matchup for this bracket, I have Justin Verlander versus um, versus Josh Donaldson. I really like Verlander in this matchup. Uh, I mean, he was 21-6 this most recent season. Uh, and I think that that home run worry can be overlooked for how great a pitcher he still is, even with that concern. He's still at a 2.58 ERA, which is still really low. Um, so I I put him over Josh Donaldson. Um, but Josh Donaldson could hit a home run off him. But I'm going to go with Justin Verlander in that matchup to end the day here today. So thank you for listening today, and I hope you come back and tune in to tomorrow's podcast. Thank you for listening.